0: Successful people do consistently what other people do occasionally. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp. And today on the show, we have Craig Groeschel. And he is talking to us about habits. And this is actually part one of a three-part Message, And he's talking to us about the importance of habits and how successful people do every day what other people do occasionally. And he's got some great points in this message, so I encourage you to listen to all of them. And he also, before I actually insert the clip, he talks about a, a few different books that have helped him. And I know one of them I actually read recently is called Atomic Habits by a man named James Clear and it is fabulous, fabulous if you want to learn how to change your habits so that you can live the life that you want to live instead of always just conforming to what you normally do every single day. So this is a great message. Hope you enjoy it. Here's Craig.
1: I will say this. This is a completely original thought and I've said this for years and years. Why do habits matter? Because successful people do consistently what other people do occasionally. Successful people in any area of success, if someone is spiritually thriving, they're close to God, they're consistently living the disciplines that help them grow close to God. If you've got someone that's financially successful, they're free, they're consistently doing things that other people only will occasionally or maybe even never ever do. Relationally, physically, it's all about small things leading in a direction of big things over time. If you look at, let's say who was successful in Scripture I don't think anybody would argue that Jesus wasn't incredibly successful, pleasing God. I think they would say Paul was incredibly successful, pleasing God. If you look at their lives, one thing I can tell you is that Jesus never, ever, ever said, but I just can't find the time to pray. I'm so busy, and these disciples, they're wearing me out. Peter just gets all up on my nerves. I wish I had more time to spend with God, but I just don't have the time to spend with God. Jesus never, ever said that. What you'll see is a consistent habit of breaking away from the crowds to have intimate fellowship with God. The Apostle Paul did not make excuses. There's a verse in scripture that said he had the habit, everybody say habit, he had the habit of going to the temple to actually share his faith with those who are not in the family of God. Habits matter. Successful people do consistently what other people do occasionally. I like what Sean Covey said. He said, our habits will make or break us. We become what we repeatedly do. You'll probably acknowledge that this is a good time of the year to talk about habits because this is the time of year that people create New Year's resolutions. I love that, I celebrate it, I applaud it. That's the good news that people wanna change. The bad news is that according to studies, 92% of your New Year's resolutions will be gone by Valentine's Day. That's bad news. You know it from last year, you had the goal, the resolution, and for most people, in most cases, It doesn't last. And you end up feeling like the Apostle Paul in his writings in Romans chapter seven, when he said this, I don't really understand myself for I want to stop eating junk food. I wanna stop procrastinating. I wanna stop overspending at Target, whatever it is. I wanna do what is right, he says, but I don't do it. Instead, I do what I hate. I wanna do what's right, he says, but I can't. I wanna do what's good, but I don't. I don't wanna do that which is wrong, but I do it anyway. And then he does what so many of us do. He connects his failure to his identity. And he says, oh, what a miserable person I am. What a failure. I'm not disciplined. I'm not becoming more like Christ. What a miserable person. Then he asks the question, and we see him shift in his thinking. He says, who will free me from this life that is dominated by sin and death? And he looks to the source, the only one who can truly change him, and he says, thank God, the answer is in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Who can change us? Who can deliver us? Who can set us free? Christ is our source. Christ is our strength. Christ is our healing. Christ is our hope. Christ is the one who makes all things new. It doesn't matter who you were, where you were, what you did, where you've been. With Christ, he takes all things and makes them new. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new person. The old is gone and the new has come. My prayer is that you will not only experience all the life available to you in Christ, but you would live out the disciplines that lead to a God-honoring, God-pleasing, successful life. Because successful people do consistently what other people do occasionally. Why is it that so many of us, we genuinely have good intentions? We want to lose the weight, we wanna get out of debt, we wanna do whatever, but we fail again and again and again. I wanna show you three reasons why we don't succeed when we have such good intentions. The first reason is that we focus on the what, but we don't understand the how. We focus on the action that we want to perform, the thing we want to accomplish, but we don't understand how to get there. Think about it, almost everybody that you know has, for the most part, similar goals. If we surveyed 100 of you and said, what's really important to you in life, most of you would say things that generally fall into the same categories. Most of you would say something about you want to be healthy in some form, you you wanna be healthy. I don't know anybody saying, my goal this year is to have dangerously high cholesterol. Right, (laughs) nobody's gonna do that. Uh, When it comes to finances, most people say, You know, I want to be free, I want to be out of debt, I want to be able to be generous. I don't know anybody saying, I want to double the debt that I'm in and get it at really high interest rates. Maybe 19 or 20% would be fantastic. Nobody does that. Uh, Relationships, we all want good relationships. Spiritually, if you're a disciple of Jesus, you want to be close to God. You want to make a difference in this world. You, You want your life to matter. Most of us, we have very similar goals or hopes, but, the results are dramatically different. Some are really achieving what they want in one area, and others are falling way, way short. In fact, I like what James Clear says in his book, Atomic Habits. He says that winners and losers generally have the same goals. He says that successful people and unsuccessful people have the same goals. Think about it, at the beginning of any season in sports, What does the coach say to the team? The coach has the same goal, we want to win the championship. I don't know any coaches that say, this year we're shooting for fifth place. It's gonna be amazing. Nobody's doing that, right? When somebody gets married, what do people want? We want love, we want a blessed life, we want to be happy. Nobody's saying our goal is to make it five years, maybe seven, and then divorces is in the cars. Nobody does that. We all want something similar, but we end up with very different results, why? He teaches this idea, and I love it, that goals don't determine success, but systems determine success. Goals don't get us alone to the end desire, but the systems in our lives determine success. In fact, to directly quote his book, he says, you don't rise to the level of your goals, You fall to the level of your systems. You fall to the level of your systems. You may say, that doesn't sound really spiritual at all. When I read the Bible through the lens of that thought, I see examples all over the place of people successful because of godly systems or unsuccessful because of the lack of systems. When I look at Daniel, he's a fantastic guy. If I want to model after the life of someone who stood out and had great faith, I want to live like Daniel. Why was Daniel successful? Why was it amongst a bunch of other young men did he stand out to all the leaders as godly, gifted, talented, and different? Why is it that when thrown into a den full of lions because of his obedience to God. He was able to stand strong, trusting God, and come out alive on the other side. It's because he had the systems in place that led to a life of faith and faithfulness. What was his system? For years and years and years, Daniel had pre-decided that three times a day, every day, he stops to spend time with God. Three times a day. If you wanna grow, in your faith, and if you want to be more faithful, you will not rise to the level of your goals, you will fall to the level of your systems. If you have in place systems that build your faith, strengthen your knowledge and intimacy with God, then you will more likely become the person that you wanna become. Here's the mistake that we tend to make. We tend to think, I wanna change the results. I wanna, whatever it is, I wanna lose 20 pounds by Easter. You know, I I want to be more organized. I wanna finally pay off that one credit card that's been with me so long, it's like a pet. You know, it's been driving me crazy, whatever it is. The problem is this, we need to change the systems that create those results. If we will fix what we do, how we live, the habits in our life, the outcomes will fix themselves. Why do we not succeed, number one, We tend to focus on the what, but we don't necessarily understand the how.
0: That was Craig Groeschel, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Craig Groeschel, Who Before Do, Habits Part 1. You can also find out more information about him at craiggroeschel.com. Have a wonderful day, and I will see you again tomorrow. God bless.